Material Components, Season 2, Episode 4, Secrets Make Friends. Greetings and welcome to Material Components, the actual play RPG show all about a galaxy of magic and the adventurers who live there. I am your humble dragon master, Mike Gargoni, and joining me, as always, are my stalwart adventurers. Hey, adventurers. Thanks for being here. Thanks. Happy to be here. Heck yeah. Guten Tag. All right. Hey, everybody. I am Olivia, and I will be playing Florian of Akalar. I am Elliot, and I'm going to be playing Shanam, Shay for short. I am Michael, and I'm playing Oswald Octavian Theophilus III. I'm Reed, and I'll be playing everyone's favorite mech pilot, Amari. Indeed. And of course, before we begin today's session, I would like to ask the same question I ask every time. Elliot, do you remember mm-hmm. what happened last time? No. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so we... <laughs> In retrospect made the ill-advised decision to go further into the moon base that we had landed on, the shard of the moon containing the moon base that we had landed on, Mm -hmm. um, to figure out what happened there. Uh, And we were led down um, a uh, a kind of elevator shaft by some little carts, robot carts, that were really cute. Again, ill-advised us thinking that <laughs> so innocent and pure so innocent and pure um and we made our way down to uh through this facility um some of us getting off on floors that we had decided not to go to um <laughs> Good uh, splitting the party as we are wont to do every session oswald uh getting off on the quarantine floor to try to do some investigating of uh, some emaciated creatures therein. Uh, And we, the rest of us, made our way down to research and development, where we were met by a corpse on a cart, labeled Warlock, Mm. which is very important. I don't see why. And we were... Yeah, who knows? You know know exactly why Mike, Mr. (laughs) Dragon Master. Uh, And we were led to more corpses on carts on some grim thrones uh, and they were all labeled warlock harlot acolyte life bane elder and lady making a queen's court which is a fey thing which just so much bad news meanwhile oswald was gathering his own information from other corpses corpse heavy session i'd say but it all uh i would like to say that it's a body positive session no, bad. I'm gonna, I'm bad. Gonna call, actually, I'm gonna leave the Discord call. <laughs> One second. No. <laughs> Body positive. God damn it. <laughs> Been sitting on that this one. This all. This all culminated in these. Um, w- what we are um, gonna we're currently guessing. Uh, we will perhaps find out some more information this session. But what we are guessing is an artificially created fey court wanting us to join them because they need more ram essentially which we didn't want to do so i blew them up mm-hmm. more or less um and we got the heck out of dodge but not before oswald 
downloaded a lot of information, and hopefully some of it is critical. This is true. But in getting out of Dodge, as it were, you did escape the clutches of this fey what's a it and you completed your mission in tracking mm-hmm. down the distress signal that was in this archipelago, albeit not actually in the archipelago, but in the shard of the moon that had impaled the planet. Yeah. And hopefully all of this terrible stuff melts and everything will be fine. Indeed. It was in the archipelago by being in the archipelago. Mm -hmm. Kind of a stabbing motion. But Mm -hmm. leastways, your Urson pilot, Duma, piloting the shuttle number seven, is in the course of flying you back up to the storm's repose and even now we see good old shuttle number seven pulling into the shuttle bays of that strange dome-like construct of the storm's repose hovering in high orbit above the planet taking up position near the shattered moon of talgon three as you're coming in you can see that the storm's repose is a buzz with activity shuttles moving to and from the surface of the world on a constant stream of moving supplies and civilians and people who need evacuation or medical treatment that can't be provided on the planet back up to the emergency resources provided by the Cole Foundation and their flagship here, or one of their flagships, I should say, the Storm's Repose. Their best flagship. Yeah, one of their flagships. (laughs) Number one flagship. It is Seven. one of it is an older ship, but stately. <laughs> Something Best you record see in the galaxy. In the distance is a swarm of activity around the shattered moon. You're not sure at a distance what precisely they're doing, but it looks as though a massive construction has already begun inside the huge hole where a large piece of the moon used to be. You're not quite sure what's being accomplished here, but there appears to be a lot of focus around an immense dark green piece of aethite that has been moved into position near the moon. And there is a lattice work of construction being bustled about it. All of this seems to be being done by the Cole Foundation as well. But shall Is we there a- hmm? Oh, sorry. Um, is there any, there's no precedent for what this might be? If you want to give me some kind of knowledge roll that might help you in terms of figuring out what this might be, you don't know offhandedly, no. I mean, no. <laughs> I could assist you, or you could or... ask your good friend Oswald to think about it. I would hmm? ask my good friend Oswald to think about it, because <laughs> Florian's just like, all dang. Oswald, you have a D8 in, what was it, Dragon's Wake history? I do. Okay. Uh, we're in a downtime session, so I'm not necessarily going to require rolls, but based on what rank you have in certain talents and skills, I can give you broad information that you might have. Hmm. Cool. The green aethite seems to imply that they're going to try to mess with physics in some way. Emerald aethite... <laughs> messes with gravity and other weird physics distortions like uh strong and weak gravitational poles and radiation and like nuclear decay 
If you had to guess, you'd say they're probably trying to fix tidal problems that are happening down on the planet because mm-hmm. of the shattered moon. Gotcha. That that tracks. Now, I do have a D8 in Physics. This seems a little bit more uh, specific to that knowledge skill oh, set. Would absolutely. That's, would that spe- specialization maybe get me a little bit more information? What they're doing here is very impressive and speaks Ooh. to the recent influx of funding into the Cole Foundation. Six years ago, you don't think a, a ragtag group of peaceniks who are trying to give disaster aid to war-torn sections of the galaxy would be able to construct an artificial gravity well. But here we are. Hell yeah. Um, in, in case you were wondering, um, <laughs> Florian, uh, the I, green aethite... That's why I asked. Oh, yes, of course. I forgot. <laughs> I got lost in my own beautiful mind. Uh, but. <laughs> Starring John Travolta. I do uh, that, that cat kind of like. <laughs> 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 um, essentially, they are creating a gravity well, uh, an, an effort. Uh, the green aethite is used to affect uh, physics. Uh, via etherics and i sort of give um florian the the spiel okay yeah i think florian pick picks it up pretty quickly like less about the like how that works and more about like the importance of getting the tide schedule back on track i think if uh like any time that um oswald sort of gets into the nitty-gritty details of it you um maybe like i don't know i don't i I don't know how how how, uh florian sort of corrects his um rambling but uh i don't here's the thing i don't know that florian does because i don't uh, know that he gets that it's like rant like i think he's just like oh shit i don't know any of what you just i don't understand any of what you just said but it sounds really impressive (laughs) well if you want to look more into it there's plenty of articles uh on the archive uh, about this very subject as you're rambling and talking there's a slight dip and shudder in the shuttle (laughs) And Duma says, oh, sorry, was falling asleep because of boring science talk. Yeah, I don't think there was anything boring happening over here. These lots of big words that make Duma fall asleep. Well, don't do that. I suppose I should stop. I don't want him to. Duma, you should really uh, look into the sciences. They're um, very important. I am looking out window of shuttle now. No time for science. Well, okay. All right. Duma is truly the best of us. <laughs> I need his life story. Also, forgot to mention what did you, what did you all uh, run into down there? I I I very expertly opened a door and um, found uh, uh, you know some information uh, that I was able to acquire. Uh, How yeah, swollen is his looks, shoulder? Yeah, it your shoulder looks a little it wiggly looks, than usual. It's like, it's, yeah, it's definitely swollen, and he's not using his arm. It's just <laughs> hanging limply. Did you shove a cantaloupe up there? <laughs> no, that is, that is all me. Um, been hit, you've, you've been hitting the gym lately? I hit something for sure. I, yeah. I definitely hit something. Um, I was like actually uh, going to mention, could I attempt to, I can't relocate a shoulder. I don't have any like actual medical knowledge, mm. but I'm fairly good at like 
patching myself up, up after getting into scrapes, is there a way I could, like, make a makeshift sling? Something so that he's not, like, in agony as we're traveling back to the Storm's Repose? I would say the shuttle probably has some emergency supplies, like painkillers, that you could apply. Yeah. There is a stash of potions that are probably available here for quick usage. And by potions, I mean syringes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Special kind of potion. Mm-hmm. Mm. How like how big are the syringes? Are we talking like EpiPen? Like they're quick jabs. Like yeah. slams. Okay, cool. We're not talking Pulp Fiction. No, <laughs> center no, no. of the chest. You know, <laughs> three foot needle. No, they're meant to <laughs> apply that's, near that's only or for around the... a wound, and they are like local anesthetic. That's okay. only for the revivify shit. That's right. the good mm-hmm. shit. Okay. Yeah, it's got, you know, liquefied diamond. <laughs> Revivify, a.k.a. adrenaline. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I imagine this science talk is happening as... As I'm you're... Sort of, like, <laughs> tending to your wounds in a basic way. Yeah. Okay. And fairly quickly after that, the shuttle comes into the shuttle bay. You're brought into one of the outer spires that hang below the dome-like superstructure of the Storm's Repose. Mm-hmm. As I described last time, the Storm's Repose is constructed like a a bowl on its superstructure, and there are dangling spires coming out of its bottom that represent the different sections of the the ship itself. There are many spires that are inactive for the most part. They represent large sections of the ship that can be used to shuttle and evacuate refugees or be used for any number of different things but for the most part they remain empty and inaccessible you land and you have the storm's repose at your disposal you have a mission to report you have a uh, a little bit of downtime perhaps before your next mission is assigned but you do know that the storm's repose isn't going anywhere because talgun 3 still has a whole heap of troubles on its doorstep. I have a question really quickly for Shay. How mm-hmm. obvious have you made it that you're trying to keep the wizard thing on the down low? Yeah, and that like also begs the question is like, who knows? Is it yeah. everyone but Oswald? <laughs> <laughs> um All right. yeah, just let I us think know. It's a question of who Shay trusts. And that's not a ton of people. I think that. Hmm. So I've sort of dug dug myself a little grave here because they don't know Florian very well, but I have blatantly done wizard shit in front of Florian. That might sound. That sounds like something that might need to be resolved in a scene between the two of yeah. you during. the Because I was going to say, I think Amari knows. I think during their oh, yeah, totally. time with like between the the like mech updates and you know laboratory banter <laughs> first sentence mari ever said to shay was hey can you do wizard shit shay was like, like yeah yeah i can cool yeah i can right, so. they, they were just like no one's ever actually Tight. asked me outright before <laughs> i like to know who's working on the mech it's fine and i think that amari has said or that shay has said to amari like don't fucking tell Oswald the <laughs> wizard. I'm not gonna tell him anything. I barely talked yeah. to him. So yeah, I think that perhaps 
a scene is in order mm-hmm. to so. resolve that. Shuttle number seven lands in its landing, its assigned landing bay, which also doubles as the uh, kind of workshop for Shay when it comes to working on the the Yazada, the mech mm-hmm. that is piloted by our, our good Amari. The mech will be led gently off of the shuttle and brought over to its bay because even though it wasn't used, it still needs to be. Uh, inspected and thoroughly gone over, oh, just yeah. in case the shaking of the shuttle rattled anything loose. Oh, yeah. Uh, Shay does diagnostics before every mission, after every mission, and, like, maybe between missions, too, just in case. <laughs> <laughs> Please and thank you. So, yeah, the, the Yazada kind of moves on autopilot after the shuttle lands and kind of clomps its way over to its resting position inside the bay. He pulls out, Amari uh, pulls out a little uh, fob kind of thing, and you can see it. <laughs> beep, beep. Like the, yeah, beep, beep. It gets up and walks around, and on the, on, on the backside, you can see this weird kind of like triple chevron kind of thing. <laughs> that's right, it's a Mercedes. <laughs> God. It's a midlife crisis mech. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Attract. I had it before the midlife crisis, thank you. They just worked perfectly. <laughs> it caused um, the midlife crisis. Yeah. Whew. Uh, so I think that when Shay starts to go over to the, the Yazada station, uh, they say, uh, uh, Hey, Florian, can I have a chat with you for a moment while they uh, run diagnostics? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh not a problem. Ozzy, you can get yourself to the med bay just fine. Yep. I know. Sorry, I was like, oh, the scene between us two, and then I'm just gonna pull another person in really quick. Um, uh, yes, I, I do know where that is, thank you. But if you don't mind, um, uh, when you get a chance, Shay, this... this uh, and I hold up the um, the data cam. I'm pretty sure it doesn't have any fey uh, malfeasance in it, but it might be worth checking, and I know you specialize in that, so when do you get a chance? Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll meet up. Uh, yeah, actually, he doesn't do that because one of his arms is dangling limply mm-hmm, at his right. side, uh, and then he heads off to the med bay. Do you give me the data cam? No, okay. you'll have to come. <laughs> no, that's really that. fun. <laughs> I just you like held your hand out, and I was. I think that happens to like it, yeah. It, like you hold your hand out, and I Shay like goes to grab it, and then you start walking away. And oh, I uh, sure yeah, I'll find you no, later. I guess there there's no way he's letting go of that cam until it's like dis fully disseminated. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he's he's gonna sense. reach at it like Bilbo when he sees the Frodo's <laughs> got the ring. His eyes are gonna get momentarily bigger, and he's like, "Fine." I'm perfectly willing to chat, but I will have to go to the med bay to make sure he went there and didn't just go to his room because <laughs> he's a little weirdo. <laughs> that, yeah, that makes sense. Um, well, I'll be here for a couple hours, probably. Actually, well, what's an hour? No, I, I don't know. I can, anyway, I can, bye. <laughs> What? Oh, oh no! I I was gonna, <laughs> I was gonna chat and gonna then leave. go do that. Oh, <laughs> like uh, this so is oh my god! Well, this is the perfect like coworkers who have never actually spent time <laughs> together. Was like, hey, you. <laughs> Wait, so Oswald's gonna stay here? 
And so not mm. going to the med bay? No, I've already left. Okay, yeah. so he's gone. Yeah. All right, I see him waddling. Okay, great. Come to my office. Walk with me. <laughs> okay. Amar is just watching that happen. <laughs> it's just, like, painful. What the hell? Sorry, excuse me. What the space hell? <laughs> yeah, please. Yeah, what What do you need? And I think because Shay is nervous about this, they are talking about it while, like, poking and prodding the, the Yazada, like, just to have something to do with their hands while they're talking, which <laughs> I can't relate to that at all in real life. God damn it, I just made another depressed character. Um, <laughs> hey, at least your parent is life presumably not the devil art. this time. Yeah. Life imitates art, which <laughs> imitates life. You took a perfectly good elf and uh, messed it up. Look at it. It's got anxiety. Um, Florian. Yeah. So I know that I, um, so I, I fried the, uh, implants and some of those, uh, uh, yeah, that was a fairly impressive use of etherics at like major props. I don't know. Um, um, it was a little clutch, which is why I did it. I, you know, I, I don't want any of us to get hurt or have our minds taken over by artificial fey courts or real ones. But um, yeah. very few people are aware of the extent of my abilities or even the fact that I am a wizard and not just an unclanned elf. Oh. Amari knows. Oh. You. Oh. Because we've worked together for. Yeah quite a long time and uh hard to keep something like that from someone you've known like a long time but um oswald so i shouldn't so i shouldn't write in my report that you blew up a bunch of fey implants or fake fey implants i think the name of the game is omission of truth rather than lie uh okay i suppose i can do that i can tell you what's I'm going to write on my report, if that helps. Yeah, I mean, well, we should have a consistent story if we're not going right. to be. Yeah. I'm, I'm guessing we're going to meet up later anyway, once Oswald and I go through the data cam that he picked up. Because, I mean, this thing that Aegis Tech Solutions did is... I mean, that's a pretty big deal. So, I think that we should probably... Uh, oh god, what's her name? I'm looking at it right now. Palavar Hexway? Yeah, that we should tell Captain Hexway. I took a note. That is the <laughs> captain of the ship. Oh, not the person who gave us the mission? Correct. That would be oh. Operations Director Victoria Silvaro. Right. Okay. I wrote uh, that one down too. <laughs> new season, new we, me. Fuck yeah. We should probably tell That's the called Growth. Growth. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and you yeah, would all know no, that I... standard operating procedure is to do a team debrief and then have your team leader submit whatever the final report is. Right. Okay. And I, I think that we should tell Director Silvaro, I mean, about everything. I mean, but specifically about including yeah. that hey, just this... solutions stuff was all over this. But that's not why I'm having this conversation. Another thing Oswald's... you would know, yeah. sorry to interrupt again, uh, is that 
Director Silvaro, she is the operations director. She's not necessarily the head of the Cole Foundation aboard this ship. She does a lot of the numbers work, and she assigns missions, but she's not necessarily in charge. Yeah. I think in the middle of this, like, sort of um, anxiety-induced conversation, I think Florian just, like, puts his hand on Shay's shoulder and is like, listen, we all got stuff that we don't necessarily want to share with other folks. That's, that's fine. I I get it. Mom's the word. I'm assuming, I'm assuming you don't want me to tell Ozzy about it. Yeah. Uh, It's not that I don't like him. I find him frustrating, but that's neither here nor there. It's just a long story, and I don't really want to get into it right now. But suffice it to say, I'm an unclanned elf. And that's the story I'm going with. Okay, you got it. And Thank he'll you. just kind of, like, nod and pat them again on the shoulder. And probably, like, give it a little squeeze, too, to just be like, I am being sincere right now. And then he'll, yeah, leave. Thank you, Florian. You got it. Like, over the shoulder, just like, yep. Wave one hand. Okay. Who would like to go next? What scenes are we rolling down after Florian and Shay split ways? Amari, you were in, like, the soft focus in the background. Um, Uh, Yeah, leaning up against, like, a wall, just like... Not necessarily listening in, but definitely checking over the Yazada readouts over on a console in the background of this conversation. Yeah, uh, I don't know if there's anything conversation-wise that Amari wants to accomplish other than going and getting uh, lunch. Um, Yes, all of my characters are driven by food, Mm -hmm. uh, much like I am, um, because I take solace in even getting imaginary food. Um, Yeah, so maybe, maybe some sort of mess hall thing, but I don't know if there's anything there. Uh, whether Axel is back or or <laughs> whatnot. Do you want to inquire uh, about Axel? No, I don't need to inquire. If he's there, we'll all know. Just, just like casually sort of feeling it out. <laughs> yeah, I just want to see how his mission's going. Sure. There are a couple of different mess halls within the Storm's Repose that almost function like restaurants. Or mm-hmm. taverns of a sort. There, there are watering holes. There are like big open cafeterias that you could just like go in, get a meal, get out, and those are used for refugees or if they need to feed a lot of people all at once. Uh, but there are more intimate, uh, more kind of if you're looking to have a good time on your time off. And the most popular of those is the Blue Giant which is the largest of the cantinas aboard the Storm's Repose. How much, Mike, is it like a Margaritaville? Not really. It's not a theme restaurant. <laughs> I don't want to go there, then. There are no theme <laughs> restaurants many... aboard the Storm's Repose. What kind Repose? of... 
It's what? not a literal city, and they don't no. have tourists here. Come so... on. I want a functional mall with, like... <laughs> yeah, I was just about to say, this isn't a food court. There's Come an on, Orange Julius it. in the annex, but that's yeah. it. The food court is... It's, a, it's still attached to a Dairy Queen. I'm still disappointed they got rid of the Cinnabon. Like, it was my favorite. It was my oh. favorite. But, like, I was eating there all the time. Every day I was that's at the Cinnabon. All, all you've got is the Orange Julius, and then across the ship there's the Panda Express. But that's it. <laughs> yeah, that's all. I was gonna say, and, and the, the thing that sucks court. is you want one from each, but you can't walk. You can't, by the it's time you get to the, the Orange Julius, far. your food's cold. Yeah. They had to take out the Sabaro because so many people were complaining. Well, and the grease was getting everywhere. Mm-hmm. Right. Impossible to clean. The the sanit the sanitation systems of the ship just couldn't keep up. No. Uh yeah, I'll go I'll 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 check out the whatever the name was of the restaurant you said before I went on a Margarita Ville tangent. The Blue Giant. <laughs> the Cantina Giant. is known yeah. as the Blue Giant. Blue Giant. You would have frequented this place before. Okay. It is I, I call it a bar or a tavern. Cantina is the the probably more correct terminology. It is built like a restaurant, mostly just to put people at ease. There are tables, there's a bar, there are uh, large railed sections with kind of observation platforms that let you look out uh, into space, though the best kept secret of this place is that it is nowhere near the hull. How how future are we going? Do they serve like actual food or is it like nutrition pods? It is actual food, and that is one of the draws of eating at the cantinas as opposed to the cafeterias. Cafeterias, Mm. you're getting processed protein and distilled water, and it's enough to function on. And it's nothing fancy, and it's like military rations, basically. So Amari would go to a cantina upon mission return and then any meal that isn't the meal following directly following that mission is going to be spent at the at the mess halls the difference is that anything you get at the cantina is taken out of your pay that's fine as opposed to the cafeteria food which is free that's fine treat yourself fair enough going to the blue giant it is fairly sparse at this time the proprietor of this establishment is an Akasi that goes by the name Humming the Songs of the Long Dead Stars. Or sorry, Humming the Songs of Stars Long Dead. Is their okay. Folk. But uh, um, they are no- colloquially known as Hum. Um, and I would assume, since I'm a, a regular here, that uh, we are on decent enough terms. to. Hum seems to be on decent terms with everybody aboard the Storm's Repose. They are extremely affable and tend to have a very laid-back attitude about most things. They, despite having no sense of taste or flavor, are a very good cook and a very good mixologist when it comes to drinks. Hell yeah. It seems to be a, a quirk of a hobby that this particular Akasi has picked up over the course of centuries. It's just one of those, like, that's the thing Akasi do, is they'll pick something to get good at and then just spend a lifetime or several lifetimes of other species doing it. It's just amazing that you say that because one of my character concepts was uh, an Akasi who is devoted specifically to, like, the creation of art and sculpture. Mm -hmm. Nice. Okay. Uh, Yeah, I'll 
wander in and 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 grab a grab a spot at the bar. And Hum would approach this large, bulky, what looks like an environmental suit would come forward. And rather than appendages at the end of each of its arms, you see little spouts or valves that twist and turn on and off as little wisps of sparkling gas escape from the suit to grab and manipulate objects around this Akasi. Because Akasi, as you know, are sentient living elementals. This particular one seems to be formed of... Mostly water vapor. Mist, if you will. Mister. And they would greet you warmly. Hey, huh? Can I get the usual? Single beer. Easy enough, though there's no art to it. Yeah, it's been a long day. We'll start with that. Indeed. How long were we gone? Probably close to a turn, about a day. About a day, okay. Time gets weird when you... Uh, fly down through the atmosphere, land in a place, then fly all the way back up. Especially if you're moving just by shuttle, it still takes hours to fly between places. No. You don't warp in an atmosphere. It ends poorly. So, sitting there, I'll, you know, small talk. Is there anyone else around at the bar, or is it just pretty, pretty empty? It is mostly empty, but you do see there are a couple of people wandering to and from. You see... Near the backside, close to the observation window, though it's not actually a window, it's just a projected screen, is the commander of the ship's security forces, Barka Thorne. She is a lichen, a wolf person. She has a long, scarred muzzle that is dipping occasionally into what appears to be a a wide-mouthed cup or small bowl of something. And she is staring, kind of off into the, the stars and occasionally lapping at what's in front of her. Okay. Is she a regular here? No, seeing her here is a bit of an oddity. Hmm. Interesting. But other than that, yeah, there are a few other people. Maybe one other at the bar. A couple other here and there at tables getting a meal in. No other finder teams as far as you can see. Okay. Well, yeah. I'll, I'll see if I... If Hum isn't too busy, I'll see if I can chat with them a little bit. Hum is more than happy to chat with you. Okay. Any of the finder teams make it back yet? Finder teams. They're out and about. Lots to do down on the surface. Apparently, some local governor set themselves up as a warlord, making moon rocks into weapons. Hyper Alpha's taking point on that one, I think. Yeah, they would. Hyper Alpha, a great name. What a great name for a team! Ridiculous. I'm drinking my beer faster than like what a what a person would normally be drinking a beer. Like it's my job. Shouldn't be so tense, my friend. They're gonna do their thing, and you're gonna do yours. It's all part of the big goal of helping everybody, right? Yeah, right. Slow. E- ease back on the on the pounding of the of the beer. There you go. Thanks, Sam. Here to hell. Gotta think big scheme on this one, my friend. Big scheme. Big scheme. All right. Well, if he doesn't have too much information on any of the finder teams, we'll just kind of just hang out uh, and shoot the shit. Okay. Asking after the finder teams, 
you would learn that quite a few of them are helping out with, apparently, yeah, one of the continents of this world has been taken over by a warlord of some kind that has made moonrock-powered weapons. It seems to be an issue that they're using those rocks to make super-powered etheric weapons that they're using to oppress the people of the world. There is no central government here since the collapse of the Dominion. What government was there has been basically subjugated by this warlord. So this is turning not only into an environmental disaster, but also a military operation of sorts. Which is not unusual in this new era me? of the Cole Foundation. Does Axel have a mech too? No. Uh, Axel is known as a sharpshooter and an etheric weapons expert. He is what is known as a gun mage. He is expert at making a series of mechanical arms sprout from a backpack to fire multiple guns using multiple artificial limbs. Oh my god. Some say he can even do it blindfolded and hit four <laughs> targets at once in four different directions. <laughs> There's even a story going around the Storms Repose that he once was able to fire a gun that he held in his mouth. Oh my god. <laughs> is, he just gun, is he just gun Zoro? Or uh, Roranora uh, One Piece Zolo? That one. That one. That's the nerd reference. Someone once said he fired a gun using his tail and hit a target at 50 meters. Okay, well, now that one's just ridiculous. No one could do that. Axel could do it. He's good. He's good. <clears throat> You once saw him throw a gun into the air and then shoot that gun with another gun so that the first gun <laughs> shot to hit another target. All right, Hum. I get it. I get it. Okay. That's why his mane is so big. It's full of secrets. And also guns. <laughs> mm-hmm. he's, got a, he's got a gun mane. <laughs> I saw him shoot a gun with another gun to hit a third gun that was about to shoot some guy who also had a gun. There were a lot of guns. Back to drinking my beer. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Are there any other cool people? I mean, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think I phrase it. Like, are there <laughs> other cool people? You learn that uh, a few of the finder teams were initially assigned to assessing the environmental damage that had to do with the broken moon. Uh, they are the ones who determine that the tides are totally out of whack, and it has led to a startling amount of sea life uh, attempting to get to the surface. Apparently there's some kind of big destabilizations happening beneath the surface of the ocean that a couple of the finder teams have gone to go check out. Okay. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Talgun 3 has got lots of problems. I'm sure at this point uh, Amari has finished his beer. We'll, uh, you know, tell Hum that, you know, to bill him. Already done, my friend. Already done. Thanks. And I'll, uh, yeah, head on out. Okay. What is everybody I've else label, up to? Before we get to anyone else, oh. I do want to say Axel-Gunmage-All-Caps-Douche. <laughs> this is the note that I've taken. Oh, okay, good. I'm glad... The new note-taking read is uh, being so officious. 
Mm, that's important. <laughs> He's just getting the the important facts mm. down. <laughs> right. Well, I, I I'm I'm assuming that if I connect with my notes emotionally, it's going to help me remember what they mm. mean. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah. But is Axel Amandito going to turn into the next Finebrook? That's my question. <laughs> nothing. It's too nothing cool. Way. Yeah, he's too cool for that. This yeah. character probably means well, and I can't hate someone who means well. Who can say? I mean, you could. I can dislike, but hate is hate is a strong word. Mm-hmm. Hate lifts. I think I think that uh, Oswald does go to the medical bay. Um, he probably hurts himself quite a bit on these excursions. He's not the most physically capable, but um, gets very excited about discovering new things. Um, so this is a regular occurrence. Um, and as he, I don't know if uh, Dr. Nobata would be necessarily uh, operating on, or not operating, but treating him. Um, it might be probably just somebody working under under them. Dr. Nobota is the head of the medicus, which is what we call a field hospital. Mm-hmm. And they would not necessarily be personally attending to you, but one of their probably minor surgeons would. Right. Um, are they Are they about at all, though? Oh, yes, absolutely. I uh, guess they're probably incredibly busy right now. Yeah, this place is abuzz with activity. There are tons of refugees who are being brought up here and treated for medical issues that, while aren't serious necessarily given the right medical facilities clearly their world has been without for some time so they're right. shuttling people up here to what is effectively a massive hospital that is attached yeah. to the storm's repose minor issues become major issues if they don't have the proper treatment right like um, a broken gotcha. arm a broken leg not necessarily an issue in a world where you can heal things with etherics but mm-hmm. when you don't have somebody who specializes in that sort of thing Setting a broken arm with your own power is difficult in the best of circumstances, let alone if you try to rapidly heal it. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. Probably because of the prevalence of etherics and using that for healing is probably kind of a lost art. It's like, why the fuck would you know how to set a broken leg if you can just like... Right. Yeah. But that being said, again, if you are just the kind of person who wants to, like, I need this bone to repair itself and try to force as much etherics into it that way, that can easily lead to the bone growing real wrong real fast. Yeah, and then you have to re-break it. That's bad. Mm. Uh, but if you keep doing it, you can make yourself taller. It's horrifically uh, painful, but yeah, I suppose. My god, I figured it out. <laughs> Correct <laughs> the code. So if you the enter the Medicus, pain. you would notice Dr. Nabota moving about. They are a Rini, so they are a a, a, a person with more simian features and a uh, prehensile tail, moving about, checking on patients, uh, checking in with other doctors, and organizing a lot of what's being done here. I kind of give you know, the front desk personal wave. Um, uh, oh, hello. It's me again at this. Mm, I'll just go and sit in the waiting area. I know where it is. Um, There's a nurse who is working the front desk and gives you a, a hard eye roll and a nod. <laughs> just kind of, just kind of like plops down, looks around. I assume there's other people waiting 
Yes, for sure. He attempts to talk to people um, in the way that he does. It often feels like they're being interrogated, I'm sure. Um, (laughs) He's really just curious. Mm -hmm. Um, So he just wants to learn about the people of this, of this planet, you know, fun things to do. What's the, what's like a common sort of dish or, you know, uh, what kind of wildlife, um, that, that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. This world is known for its, uh, like a certain type of wine, right? Yes. Uh, um, a barley wine, if I'm not mistaken, that grows winter. Yes. Has anybody, I, I try to find somebody who, who has, uh, tried this barley wine. Almost any adult you talk to who is from the world would say, yeah, they've had the ice barley wine. Hmm. What, what, uh, notes does it give you uh, on, on, on the palate? A little bit of zag fruit and some mm. black nuts. Excellent. I've never sampled anything quite like that. You've never heard of either would... of those things. You, you wouldn't happen to, I don't know why, but gosh, I'd love to try some. You wouldn't happen to have any on you? His person I've is got... like bleeding from a gash in their forehead or something. This person who clearly has a, a crippling case of some sort of fungal infection is literally like shelves of fungus growing out of their neck and up there uh, towards their ear and looks at you just like, no, no, I don't. Is it okay if I poke this? No. Oh, okay. Gotcha. And the nurse at the front desk whose name is uh, Nurse Aloma. Nurse Aloma. She... No, it's Nurse Nurse Aloma. Nurse is their first name. <laughs> Fucking stupid. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as she sees you trying to bother someone, uh, she will reach down, grab a calm, speak into it real quickly, and then shout out and say, Oswald, doctor will see you now. Oh, good! I barely have to wait. Sure, yeah, good, right? It's a wonder. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then he, he goes off. How often is Oswald here? It's a lot. <laughs> I've just he's, made this canon. <laughs> he's got a punch card for his frequent visits. You are <laughs> shuffled over into a side room pretty close to the main waiting area, and fairly quickly, Dr. Nabota themselves bustles in, gives you a once-over, and says, Who are you bothering in the waiting room this time? Well, I didn't get a name, but I was hoping that they might have some Did you ask to touch something? What's that? Did you ask to touch something this time? Yes, I believe uh, some sort of fungal growth coming out of the neck area. What seems to be the problem? Oh, for me? Well, um... As, as you can see, my arm is uh, a bit mangled. I came toe-to-toe with a fierce foe that uh, I wasn't quite able to best on my own. They will come and... forward and they will pass off a, a data pad to their tail. And the tail will like hold the data pad as they wander up and place their long dexterous, dexterous, uh, dexterous hands on your shoulder. Mm. And they will say, does this hurt? As they poke down on some really painful swelling. Oh, yes! Mm-hmm. This is going to hurt a lot more as they reset your shoulder oh. with one swift motion. Oh. Oh, oh. Brutal. Oh, that was good. 
Now, was there any particular deity you thought of in that moment of extreme pain you just had? I don't know if I fully believe in the existence of deities. I mean, right, but in that moment of extreme tension just now, when you felt as though your shoulder was about to be torn out of its socket, did you believe for at least a moment that some higher power was punishing you? Hmm. It's possible, although I don't know why someone would want to punish me. Yes, who could say? Hmm. Yes, I I would say no. Um, Interesting. And now, their data pad will kind of sweep around with the tail, and they will tap a couple of holographic keys on it. I assume this has to do with uh, your interest in theology, something I am not as... Uh, I do not have specialty in, but it is a fleeting, passing interest, of course. Uh, general anthropological studies is what I prefer, but... you know. Yes, of course. The religion on this world is quite interesting. A deviant of the followers of Primus, it seems, that has been melded with some of the dragon worship of the Dominion. Quite fascinating. Midrian primarily, of cultural descent. But, still, many believe that it was Primus himself who punished this world. Oh, gotcha. Mm, That is interesting, I wonder. I'll have to take a look at uh, what the Archive has to say about it, because that... That seems very, very interesting. Yes, the archive, I'm sure. Very well curated. Well, it's constantly being updated. It's not always up to date. Is there anything else wrong with you today? Oh, I don't think so. I feel okay. Try not to lift anything too heavy with that shoulder. Keep off of it for at least three cycles. Or not cycles, turns. Uh, will do. Until next time. Indeed. And they will bustle out of the room. Such a lovely, lovely person. You didn't even notice the burst of etheric power, but already you can feel the tendons in your shoulder relaxed and loose and feels fine. Whew, all right. Time to find Shay. You get a couple of dirty looks on your way out of the Medicus as uh, certain people have, like, crowded to the opposite side of the room that you exited from. Just giving, like, hello, day, yes. People Great looking in different directions, not making hmm. eye contact. Is there something like a creature? No? Okay. Uh, and he sort of stumbles out of the room. Okay. Anyone else want a scene somewhere on the ship? Um, nope. I think that's the good... Well, you're not a doctor, right? Nope. <laughs> nope. Okay. Not a professor either? Nope. The good bird man and I have uh, <laughs> some data to look over. <laughs> um... I, I was actually wondering if this might be something that we get everybody together Ooh. for. Yeah. Um, now that we've Come hang out. Um, now that we've done sort of. Uh, our, yeah, we should we should go over the mission and what information comes from this might be important. What is going to end up in the final mission report? Yes. Yes. Oh, party in my room. What's that uh, smell? Sorry. <laughs> Shay shoving empty of uh, like chip bags and shit under their bed. <laughs> is that milk? How old is that? Your private oh. quarters aboard the Storm's Repose are effectively small apartments. Mm-hmm. They, for those of you who work uh, as Finder team members, you are allotted a, I mean, for a spaceship, pretty spacious quarters. What it boils down to is a studio apartment, basically. But yeah. for space travel, that is opulent. Yeah. Yeah, I thought you were going to say, like, monk cells. <laughs> yeah. 
certain people aboard like a... the ship definitely do have rooms of that, but finder teams are allotted these sorts of quarters because they tend to stick their necks into danger. So we're talking like five, six hundred square feet? <laughs> if that. No. Okay. Yeah. The solid Pro- f- 425. <laughs> uh, 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 I... Spacious 350. I can spit from one wall to the other. Because that's the other thing, too, is it's probably more like a single room occupancy room because you don't have a kitchen or Mm -hmm. like. Oh, yeah, I guess. I was thinking about a kitchen. You don't have a kitchen. You don't have. uh, You might have some kind of multi purpose hygiene station. But it's not like a shower or a bathroom. No. It's like no. a, so it's we're like, talking. We're talking a little bit bigger than Bruce Willis's apartment in fucking Fifth Element. Fifth Element. Yeah, yeah. that's, that's okay. pretty apt, actually. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, is one You're, wall just like a screen? You can have a gemstone lattice work set into the ceiling that can project onto whatever surface you want it to. Perfect. And Shay definitely had one of those. Like a sick bird, like a souped up one. Yes, they probably fucked with themselves. So all, all that being said, what does, if you're meeting at Shay's place, what does Shay's Which place look like? Half a joke, but if we want to do that, that's fine. Yeah. Um, I kind of, oh, can I, can I request that we describe everyone's apartments after we do this? Because I want to know what everyone's houses look like. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Never been to Omari's apartment. <laughs> it's a mystery. Strangely enough, nobody's wanted to go to Oswald's. <laughs> Weird. Yeah, so Shay's is probably like there is a lot of self-expression. Um, I think probably more than you would expect from like a just a you know regular uh, foundation member, like. Because this is where they live. Like, this is basically, like, the first place that they have lived permanently since leaving wizard school. Which, that has a name, right? The Academy of Wesrin Izald. Right, the Academy of Wesrin Izald. Wesrin Izald is the world, and the Academy is the best place for wizards to learn. Right after they left, I think there were a couple of, maybe a couple cycles of just, like, a, like hotel and host, like hostel equivalent hopping, but the Storms Repose is like the first mostly permanent place that they've lived since leaving the academy. So there's a lot of self-expression and personalization, and one of those things is part of how they've modified the gemstone lattice work is basically light projecting different colors onto the walls that they can change at at will um so like you know one day i'm feeling turquoise walls but then i wake up next morning and i'm like "Mm, actually i want them to be pink she got gamer lights for game i have gamer lights is the long and short of it (laughs) (laughs) yeah all of these would have a roughly queen-sized bed as the standard and then whatever other furnishings uh are yours to customize as you wish nice and i think that they have several like data pads like for different purposes as well. How is this place furnished? Do you have like couches, chairs, a table? Yeah, I think that despite their... It's a contradiction a bit because they are trying to lie low, but they've always been a, well, not people person, but, you know, the (laughs) 
the uh, in-game equivalent. <laughs> a social butterfly, I suppose. Um, so I think that there are there's opportunity for people to come and hang out, but their circle is very small because of <laughs> not wanting to uh, because of wanting to lie low. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you're all gathered in this space. What color are the walls right now? Right now, the colors are hmm. I think they're lavender today. I think the lavender, they changed the lavender just because it's probably maybe a little too close to the creepy purple. Mm. Um, they get back to the room and they're like, oh, no, we're going to change that to like sky blue. Okay. Did you say Shay has color in their hair? Their hair is like a, a deep magenta. Deep magenta. Okay. Hmm. Groovy. Eventually you all find your way to these living quarters. For the Oracle Zero debrief and the <laughs> compiling of the mission report that is due by the end of the turn. Amari is grossly on time. Gave yourselves maybe a couple of hours for a bit of relaxation and reacclimation to the ship and you're meeting back up. It is, per ship time, it is about 1,500 hours. Okay. It's military time aboard ships and during space travel. Well, I think we should probably get into it. Um, we, I don't know how much information is on here, and so I don't know how long it'll take to sift through. So, uh, Shay, if you wouldn't mind. As I said before, I feel pretty confident in my ability to navigate uh, the metanet uh, and avoid on sort of more malicious intents, but if you wouldn't mind just double-checking, it'd be most appreciated. And they kind of hold their, like, reach their hand out, like, you're going to give me the data cam now, or...? Yes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And he hands it over. Okay. Um, And they'll slot it into their, what they have designated the research data pad. Okay. Slot it in at standard make. It slots in easily. And you want to use some kind of... uh, you, what is your etheric specialization you want to try to use to dig through this? Or any kind of specialization, um, I guess. Hmm. Well, the only aether specialization I have right now is the hacking one. Hmm. Or no, the not the hacking one. The That's the one I'm working towards. It's the... Um, the destroy things? The, yeah, the destroy things. The, oh, the wreck it one. That seems the wreck it Ralph one. Inappropriate. Oh, it does. Yes. But yeah. perhaps I could assist... Well, there's not necessarily a role involved here. You're not trying to get against the clock. I'm just wondering if anyone has any expertise in dealing with large vats of information and sifting through it. You know, you'd think that my character would, but... It's all about that gathering, not necessarily the... Yeah, yeah. I guess that's more of an editor's thing. Yeah. What you get on this data pad is mostly garbage. A lot of this seems encrypted. Shit. It's probably useful information to somebody who has the encryption keys for it. Try seven. I'm not just going to try seven. Eight. (laughs) Just tap it in. (laughs) What's the worst that could happen? It is a lot of information. It's just that it's unreadable to somebody who doesn't spend... A lot of time deciphering it, or f- having some kind of access key to decipher it for them. Yeah. So hmm. sifting through it, it looks just like gobbledygook. Is it? Um, 
are, are you able to ascertain whether or not it contains uh, fey meddling, at the very least? I don't think so. Probably not. Based on what you're I seeing? It, it, yeah. The, the datapad didn't suddenly come to life and try to spread itself towards other systems, so that's a good sign. Yeah. Promising, for sure. Hmm. Trying to think if my editor accepts heavily encrypted information for payment. <laughs> they haven't before. They haven't before, but <laughs> always it's always worth a shot. I'll do it by Jove, and I'll I'll uh, actually I could I could I have that back? I just need to. Yeah, should we hey, maybe Shay? Don't don't give it to us. Yeah, no, I haven't. I haven't yet. Um, but we're not. I'm not. Just one incre- second. Can we just talk about the mission? Oh yes, yes, of course. I was chatting with Florian earlier, um, and I kind of briefly touched on. I mean, it's for all we can't access this data, right? But it seems that Aegis Tech was trying to create an artificial Fey Court, which seems like a pretty big deal. Yes. As far as I know, nothing like that has ever been attempted. Was there anything going on on your floor? Oh, oh, yes. Quite a bit, in fact. Um, it. I found a bunch of rooms containing bodies, figures. Um, I think they were attempting to infuse them with fey essence, or perhaps fey beings. And I list off the, the the names of the creatures, I suppose. And now that you have access to the archive again, you would know that all of those names are of different species that are native to the Fae. Or the Northern Reach, specifically. The Northern Reach, yeah. But all of the creatures that had that both had implants and were, even though there were corpses, still being like used... Mm. Those were all Midrians, though, right? Yes. There's some no. Wait, those. There's some elves, though. Were... Well, but though, but I, I'm saying specifically the ones that were still functioning in any capacity, oh. being utilized. Right. Yeah. Yes, those were all Midrians that you saw. Okay. Okay. Mm. So the elves and the the like gnome or two were just the one. Did gnome. not have. Just the one gnome. Okay, I don't know. Just the one, yeah. Again, seeing that gnome there was weird. Gnomes are excessively powerful beings. That gnome should have been able to fly out of there if they wanted to. Uh, Gnomes are naturally occurring versions of what the Conus Empire used to decimate half the galaxy, and that is a magus, an entity that is capable of both wizardly and mage feats in the same body, which exponentially increases their abilities and powers. The entire species of gnomes have those abilities. The universe is thankful that they mostly use them to have a good time on their own homeworld. Does their homeworld just look like a disco ball? Their homeworld looks like Wonderland. It is a planet called Fingal Earth, and it is one of the most bizarre, whimsical planets you will ever visit. Can we go there? We have to go now. <laughs> How far from Fingal Earth are we? Is this planet? 
I mean, about three minutes. Well, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Technically speaking, yes. My brain was like, wow, that's really fucking close. Wait. <laughs> Uh, on a galactic geography level, you are within the same reach as Fingalurf. Fingalurf is close. It borders with the western and southern reaches. You are more towards the border between the southern and eastern reaches. Okay. So it's not like, it's not like other side of, of Dragon's Wake necessarily. Um, but that is still like, you know, thinking about it on a cosmic scale, a that is still of a galaxy away. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's mostly just weird to see a gnome working in a position that might be considered a quote unquote serious job for yes. walking demigods that aren't conscripted by a military dictatorship. They have like no use for employment because they can just make and do whatever they want. Living the dream, and this, yeah. the uh, and this gnome, it didn't have any implants. It was, wouldn't need to. It wouldn't. Oh, I guess that makes sense. Anything that an implant uh, can accomplish, a gnome would already be able to do. What were any of the books or any of the writings? What what languages were those written in? Midconic. They're midconic. Okay, so the the basic generalized language. A common language, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it, it wouldn't necessarily I don't be. Get it. it wasn't like. Because um, there was like basic information on Fey courts in general. I'm assuming they were doing some kind of research to sort of. I'm just trying to figure out why was this gnome here? I don't understand. It doesn't make any sense. It's strange and, yeah, highly suspect. I just. I don't know how. I don't know if the if the coal foundation has any use for potentially damaging information about a corporation. I don't know if they're really known for going after corpse for <laughs> possibly kidnapping other creatures <laughs> and just experimenting on them. Corporate blackmail is not something the coal foundation is known for. No. Yeah, but why not? It's so effective as a tool. Just slowly just turn my head <laughs> to Florian, like, the hell, man? <laughs> and Aegis Core, what uh, planet of origin what was it founded on? Or what part of the galaxy is it predominantly from, I suppose? Where's Home Office? Home Office. Home Office is within the Conus Empire. So it, the Western Reach is where Aegis Technology Solutions has its foundations. I mean, so without the information being cracked, it means nothing. With it being cracked, it might mean something. It's you probably a know. lot of information. You just don't yeah. necessarily know. Does it? D does the Cole Foundation have people who would be able to decrypt something like this? Yes. My question was: if we spend, if someone me spends enough time. Could they decrypt it? With enough time and practice at this sort of thing, most likely. Um, my concern with handing over this uh, information to the Cole Foundation is that it's, once we hand it over, that's it. We don't see what is on this. We don't get to see what's on this chem. Wait, how did you get that back? 
Oh, right. <laughs> <coughs> Sorry, um, I just force some habit. I mean... Oswald has a hands problem. <laughs> sure. And we don't know what's on it now. Like, Yes, but handing it over ensures that we never find out what is on it. We don't get paid to know what's on the data cap. I do. You, you, you don't get paid by the Cole Foundation. No. No, no, I do Right, not. yeah. No. So... But think we about, but, but, but think about this. Okay? No, this is it's not everything about is about it. shooting robots in the air as they fall at you. Information should be ubiquitous. It should be uh, available to all beings within the dragon's wake. You mean all beings who can afford like a fee to access said information. There are plenty of uh, there's plenty of uh, information that is available for anyone who wishes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. This is a well-worn, I feel like, uh, a argument without bite, only by virtue of we've had it so many so times many at this times. point. Yeah. And, and, and I think that uh, Florian brings up a good point here. If this organization is doing something that they shouldn't have, or stumbled across something that they shouldn't have, then perhaps people should know about it. Hmm? I'm concerned that if we hand this over, not only are, is probably, possibly no one going to know about what's on it, but nothing's going to be done about it either. And this is pretty serious stuff. So a lot of you want to piss off an entire corp. <laughs> well, not right away. Cool. I mean, it's, yeah, oh, like okay. it's going to take time to figure like, out what's on this, and time that's to figure out them. what to do with it once we do. They don't have to be upset about it. Well, okay, that's it's not true. the point. No that one, I'm... <laughs> no one can. Uh, uh, oh God, I'm, this the joke's not funny because I can't remember that fucking Susan B. Anthony quote or <laughs> Eleanor Roosevelt quote. No one can make them feel lesser except themselves. <laughs> exactly. Thank you, Florian. You got there. No, I mean they they could actually like get super. Not it's not like a anyway. Well, yeah, I mean if we're like releasing data that is, uh, I'm assuming because it was hidden inside of a moon, it's pretty top secret and also heavily encrypted. Yeah, they'll probably be mad. <laughs> I'm just saying, I don't care. This is so like like conflicting with what like what Reed would say, which is like. No, which is exactly what uh, fucking uh, Amari would say. It's just like, no, no, we're not touching this shit. We hand it over to the proper authorities because as soon as we do this, there's a target on our back immediately. I mean, just decrypting it. Like, like, what if Shay decrypts it and it's nothing? It's just like, oh, we were helping these people who were infected by Fae folk. Like, then that's great. I mean that won't be it because obviously it won't that won't be it but I mean statistically speaking it's possible the very act of of decrypting it puts a a target on our back how because it's not our information but no one knows we have it right okay no one knows we have it what are we going to do with it then I think that's perfectly obvious we 
decrypt it, uh, and then upload all of it uh, onto the archive. That's such a bad idea. See, that's where I run in. That's where I run into a problem because you want to get paid for having this information. Honestly, the, the pay is is secondary to my main my main drive, which is discovery. So if I could figure out a way to upload it, to to put something on it so that you could upload it to the archive completely anonymously, you would be fine with that. So that it couldn't get back to any of us. How is he going to get paid if we do it anonymously? <sighs> no, that's what I'm saying. Are oh, you willing to do that? That's a fair point. Because Amari also has a point. Yes, 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 mm. yes, yes, yes. I yes, wonder yes, how yes. hard it would be for them to ask the Cole Foundation oh. where that information came from, what the well, team okay. was that went course, to the specific they, moon the base location. The Cole and, Foundation has complete deniability because they don't know. Yeah. Well, the other thing is, is that I'm assuming that journalistic practices are exist in some capacity. Like, the archive doesn't necessarily label where all of its data comes from, do, do they? Nope. You're saying they don't cite their sources? The archive functions. This is why you can't use it in, 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 in formal educational It's like papers. Wikipedia and WikiLeaks and some of the darker corners of the internet all rolled into one. Feel like WikiLeaks. God, all sorts of nonsense. How about we just figure out what's on there first, and then we figure out what to do with it? That makes the most sense to me. I think that makes perfect sense. Dearest leader. Yeah, have fun with that. I was never here. Go ahead and decrypt whatever you want. So then, our report is basically going to say, "Well, that's the best way to spin this." Well, let me. We don't but, have to. The signal was coming from the signal was coming from a facility that no longer had any living <laughs> beings in it. That's the truth. <laughs> that is the truth. We don't have to uh, lie about what we've found in there. We found a ship that was well part of this moon base that um the artificial uh i mean we could be honest about the fact that there was some sort of experimentation uh, involving uh, replication of fake courts uh, they can take a look themselves if they wish that doesn't preclude sure. us from also taking a look at what's on that pointing to pointing to the data cam mm-hmm mm-hmm I, I don't see any reason not to be perfectly honest. Hey, yeah, I, I agree with that. Hey, Mike, how Ooh. cool is the Coal Foundation? <laughs> I mean, Axel Amandito works for them, so by just <laughs> oh, standard. Up. <laughs> but, but, like, how cool are they? But, like, are they cool, cool. with... <laughs> yeah, please be cool. Um, no, I'm, I more of just mean, like, uh... Working for the Foundation imposes research. a standard exactly. code of ethics that its employees and functionaries much, must uh, apply themselves to. I mean, it's a, it's a relief organization. They are all about the, the human-slash-sapient cost of disasters. They're always looking out for or at least the foundation line is that they are 
always on the lookout for the humanitarian side of things. They want to help people. They don't necessarily care about industry or people making money off of what they're doing. They just want to make sure that people are okay. That now, being I'm... said... Okay, go ahead. <laughs> people need to eat. People need to eat. There is a vested interest in the Foundation reestablishing order in certain sectors of the galaxy that other interested parties invest in. That is how the Foundation functions. Their money comes from a lot of different places, and there's been a lot of extra money floating around these days with not a lot of answers as to where it's coming from. Hence oh no, we are absolutely not giving this to the Cole Foundation. Yeah. Hence the immense green piece of aethite that was warping and bending the laws of physics. Hence the artificial gravity well they're building in orbit around this planet as you speak. Yeah. Because, yeah, actually, like, if your interest, Amari, is not to have this be traced back to us so that ATS isn't mad, I don't necessarily know that I, I mean, I, I, that I guess is the second part of my are they cool uh, question <laughs> is like, would they protect us if. <laughs> it depends who's lining our pockets. Exactly. Yeah. As far as and you can... know, Aegis Technology Solutions isn't a primary investor in the Cole Foundation. You know that some of their technology is definitely used aboard the shipboard systems. Because their patented identify friend or fay technology when it comes to system security is top of the line. Which is why I say decrypting it is the bad thing. Mm. Because decrypting it means that we tried to access information that we didn't need to. And that's what makes it bad. But do if we, we have hand it moral... over, we have pl like but plausible do we have deniability. A moral responsibility? We know shit went down. We can point that out. And we should. It's clear that people died. And it's we will. It's horrific. And there is a data camp full of information that w that nobody at this point can read, and that's all you need to put in your report, dearest leader. Well, they would. They would dear. want it. Not dearest. I I meant to say dear leader, and it was meant to be condescending, but I added the est on there, and it turned into an affectionate term. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, Florian. Um, yeah, no. Uh, oh, Florian. I, came I, out. Should, I should say, that's not Axel. That's... that's. <laughs> I stand I'm, by my I'll I've eat already breakfast forgotten comment. No, I'm kidding. No. Dear leader. So, what are you putting in the mission report? You just bullet point it for me. Okay, so um, landed at, at at signal source, inspected uh, hangar, gained access to a uh, Aegis Tech Solutions facility, confronted what would you call those uh, semi sentient? Uh, are there golems? Right? Golems, yeah. They're uh, you know encountered golems a series of golems mm -hmm. that's not a bad name for a band a series of golems okay interesting. <laughs> descended uh several levels encountered more golems retrieved information uh retrieved data chem from whatever okay. from a I don't. I don't so, know what the word would be. Uh, like a data lost hub or something. Data chem. <laughs> no, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's why I'm saying. Here's what we, 
We mention everything that you all did downstairs, mm-hmm. right? That's all important information for them to know. But what I did on the second floor, does that really even matter? I hurt myself on a door. <laughs> that, that We don't need to mention this. You are the it's one true. who saw all of the dead, the dead people. I did. So I should probably you put also that in the report. See, but you also saw dead people. Right, but ours weren't fae related. Yes. The, what? No, the, it, they, well, definitely, they, they absolutely were. were. They absolutely were. Before, they definitely All the dead were. bodies on those thrones that were also like made of corpses, those were definitely fae related, the, I'd say. The, they, claimed to be, they claimed to be a court? No, they're not. They were all Midrian, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Down oh, below. Okay. I'm oh, you mean the like the, the, the f- like, literal the, like, like fey adjacent Adrian. creatures? Yes. Okay. <laughs> right. well, okay. We'll we'll mention what I found in the uh, quarantine zone, mm-hmm. just not you know in the database because I couldn't figure out how to crack the code. I tried. We don't have to mention that. <laughs> Am I? You probably in? probably should adds veracity. <laughs> That's true. I mean, I would are do we it. Turning, uh, are we turning over the data chem or not? No. If we're not, I say it's no. not going in the report, then. This Good. is going to come back and bite us in the ass. All right. Okay. What else do you say in the mission report? Um, dispatched uh, several seemingly hostile uh, golems returned to, returned to uh, Shuttle 7. Return to should mention no survivors in, uh, aboard. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you mention All that, that uh, possible Fey possession? Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm just wondering. Yeah, yeah. I think I think being honest as possible, except like leaving out the data chem and leaving out exactly how that that we need to be as honest as possible, but we need to just scrub over the things that we don't want to <laughs> tell people. Exactly. We'll yeah, tell them the 100 percent truth about the but, things we want to tell them about. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Any good truth has yes. a kernel of a lie in it. Mm-hmm. Wait, is that how that works? <laughs> I mean, was we're that the also voice of God that just came through the speakers. Who? So, like, what was that? That makes perfect sense, Captain. We're also not putting Shay's disabling of all of those people in. I assume because Shay's trying to be low key. That's also lying to them. Like. Oh, how did you do that? Yeah. What? Oh, no, we just got Florian out. didn't say anything. Florian no, didn't yeah, say I wouldn't, anything I wouldn't now. have said that out loud. Um, okay, no. Not using their character voice. <laughs> right. Right. Okay. Yeah. No, we're not. Does this look good to everyone? Mission report on, like, my data pad. We good? Yes. So it discloses everything except for the fact that you recovered a data chem. Yes. And uh, specifically, the way in which the Fey issues were sure. technically resolved. Okay. Yeah. Just like yeah, gave or like dealt with. That report would be sent to the operations director. It was that uh, Victoria Silvaro. Okay. Change it to operations director. I've got missions. Director. She okay. will review it at some point and assign you a new mission. Most likely within the turn. That being said, you now have a secret data chem in your possessions. No, I don't. (laughs) And as this mission report is sent out, 
you know in the pit of your stomachs that that piece, that singular piece of information might prove to be very important in the coming turns, as you now have a bit of corporate skullduggery at your fingertips that needs to be accomplished. Yay! Yay! As you complete your mission debrief and prepare for what comes next, the next mission is just around the corner, no doubt, but I think it is there, it is a good place to stop for now, as our heroes are recovering slowly and efficiently from their first of many, I'm sure, missions here in the Dragon's Wake Galaxy, working for the Cole Foundation as Finder Team Oracle Zero. But of course, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at MatcomRPG. That's spelled M-A-T-C-O-M-R-P-G. We also have an email address, which is MaterialComponentsRPG at gmail.com. We always love hearing from all of our listeners. You can find me on Twitter at Elliot C. Lewis, where I post art and post about MatCom. You can also find links to my Patreon and Society6 stores there, so you can help support me. You can find me on Twitter at CryOutOlivia, um, where I talk about all sorts of stuff, including mostly tabletop RPGs. Uh, come hang out. If you want to find me on Twitter and Instagram, you can find me at the Readamus, where I post lots of pictures of my adventures and tweets about my shenanigans. I also run the Matcom RPG Instagram account, so you can also find us there at Matcom RPG. And you can support us by rating and reviewing our podcast on whatever platform you're listening to. And when you do, include the name of an NPC in the subject line of the, of the review, and we will put that NPC into this campaign. That is absolutely true. And when you do, you can also find me on Twitter at MKGergoni, where I'm always happy to talk about all things Matcom and tabletop RPGs, such as our good, good friend Omatep, who you can also find on Twitter at NPC underscore AN, because even though he is not in this campaign... Yet, he is, of course, an important NPC. Thank you all so much for listening, and as always, the world, the galaxy, is chaos. So please, be kind to one another. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye.